baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. We see the Kabuki Theater here. Everyone here has been vaccinated. As soon as the CDC said that, we saw Democrats putting on masks. Not because the vaccine suddenly stopped working yesterday, but it was working two days ago. No, because now it is a virtue signal of submissiveness to wear a mask. There's only one central fact you need to know right now. One statistic that helps you to cut through all the COVID rhetoric with a machete. One shocking number that once you hear it reveals that everything that is going on right now is pure political propaganda in the service of a political power play for a massive amount of control. What is it? 275. That number, 275. Just 275 people are dying from the COVID virus countrywide right now. That is an average of just over five people per state every seven days. Why is that number so staggering? Why is that number so telling? Because it is the lowest COVID death rate recorded, period, end of memo, since the beginning of the pandemic. It provides a shocking contrast to the higher death toll numbers. Go back to January when Joe took office. 3,056 people every seven days were dying of COVID. The vaccination started, and by April 20th, we'd gotten it down to just 595. By May, down to 300. Now, just 275. Yet they wait. They wait for the month with the lowest recorded death rate to announce the most draconian things they've proposed so far. Things that will change Americans' lives forever. Things that will lead to the vaccine passport. What was put on the table this week was shocking. And when you understand that we're less at risk from COVID right now than we have been since this started, it's revealing. This isn't about death. This is about control. It's a naked bid. A power grab. What's driving it? Ultimately, I think, as I've been explaining it to you, they want the vaccine passports. You know how those work if you've listened to this podcast. It's not just a barcode. It tracks your movements. It knows everywhere you go. It knows who you're with. It interacts with other people nearby you. It is the ultimate tracking system. And I think what this resurgence is about, because we've had variants, Lots of variants. They haven't been able to get any of them them to catch on. Yes, Delta is a more virulent variant in that it spreads more easily than COVID does. But like variants that are more easy to spread, 
it is also less deadly, significantly less deadly, just like all the other variants that came and went. There's nothing special about this one. The reason this is all happening right now is because Europe is having success getting people on COVID passports. Here's a, and and, and our Marxists here want it too. Here's a headline from Forbes that spells it out. Europe sees vaccine passport explosion for hotels, restaurants, museums, and more. You could read that piece, but it basically talks about how Americans, when they go to Europe now, they're staggered, they're shocked by the amount of control. You need the passport to go just about anywhere. These are East German style travel papers. But so much worse than those in East Germany ever experienced because they geolocate you. This is a system for total control that will far outlast COVID. Now put this together with everything that was subtly floated this week and you'll see exactly where they're going. Let me just read you the headlines so you can see what's coming. The first, Joe Biden telling people that he is exploring a federal vaccine mandate forcing everyone in America to get vaccinated. They'll need that to justify the vaccine passport as a way to make sure you can't slip the dragnet. He says he's exploring it, but that in the meantime, states and localities should begin their own mandates for the vaccine. Why not um, push for vaccine mandates in states, private companies, schools? Do you want to see those entities pass vaccine mandates? Well, I, I'd like to see them continue to move in that direction. And that's why I'm, I pointed out. I had asked the Justice Department to determine whether that is they're able to do that legally. And they can. Local communities can do that. Local businesses can do that. It's still a question whether the federal government can mandate the whole country. I don't know that yet. Why did he float that? Federal government can mandate the whole country? She didn't ask. He's floating it to see what the reaction will be because it's exactly where they want to try to go. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Where else they going? Do I even have to tell you? The White House said Thursday that President Joe Biden would obey the Centers for Disease Control if they want more coronavirus lockdowns. Now, the federal government can't mandate that, but Biden knows blue state governors will follow right behind, shut their states down and wreck their economies. Republican governors will largely resist, particularly given, again, that we, folks, how are we talking about going into lockdowns when we're at an all-time pandemic low for deaths? The propaganda here and the power of it is like nothing I've ever seen. It defies all logic, sense, and science. But anyway, Biden knows that the blue state governors will lock down in lockstep. And even if the red states stay open, it'll help this time. But that's a death blow for the economy. Throw inflation in? I can't even wrap my mind around the misery. Again, the sudden absolute obsession with vaccination has nothing to do with keeping the American people safe. They don't care about that. If they did, they wouldn't be releasing 
COVID-positive illegals into the country. At a minimum, they'd be forcing them to get the vaccine if they wanted to be released into the country. They're not. Why? Because they're afraid if the illegals know they have to take the COVID vaccine, they won't come. These people don't care about COVID. They never have. It is but a roadway to get to the vaccine passports, their ultimate goal. And, of course, to more mass censorship as well. Now listen to what else was subtly floated this week. Dr. Rochelle Walensky, head of the CDC, floated the idea of, well, you know, we need a vaccine database just to see who's, you know, track who's been vaccinated. Of course they do. That'll be the basis for the vaccine passports. Now listen to what else the CDC is saying, because it's shocking. They essentially admitted this week that the vaccine will fail or is failing. Did you catch that? Most people missed it. I didn't. Here's the headline from a piece in the liberal mainstream media publication, The Business Insider. CDC, the coronavirus could be just a few mutations away from evading vaccines. What? Just a few mutations potentially away from evading current COVID-19 vaccines, the CDC said? Yup. Now look at what Pfizer's saying. Headline from the Associated Press, Pfizer, COVID vaccine protective for at least six months. Wait, what? That's it? I'll read it to you. The effectiveness of the Pfizer vaccine wanes slightly over time, but it remains strongly protective for at least six months after the second dose. According to company data released Wednesday, the findings are one piece of evidence the U.S. health authorities will consider in deciding if and when. Oh, here we go. Booster doses might be needed. Pfizer and its German partner, BioNTech, have said they plan to seek authorization for boosters. The new data comes from the 44,000-person study, blah, blah, blah. Again, drill this into your head so that you, I, we can all understand. This all comes at the lowest point in deaths of the pandemic. We should be celebrating. We should be burning our masks in the streets. Instead, we are seeing the most authoritarian crackdowns so far. Do you see what's happening here? Why, if we need boosters... Definitely need a system, a database, passports just to keep track of who's up to date and who can go where. My, we can't possibly keep track of that once boosters are involved. Oh, wait, look, here's another one from CNN. Pfizer data suggests third dose of COVID-19 vaccine strongly boosts protection against Delta variant. So <laughs> in a week, it's become literally, I mean, folks, literally a week while We hit the lowest death toll so far. It's gone from completely safe and totally effective to, well, really effective and all but wear a mask to it's not that the vaccines don't work or that the protection wears off much more quickly than we claimed. No, it's uh, there's a new variant and you'll need regular boosters as part of the company's projected revenue stream. I mean, for your own safety, just like flu shots. We'll need a system to track it all. Oh, and you'll need to put that mask back on. The Republicans in Congress, to their credit, actually protested this, marching from the House where they'll be arrested for not wearing a mask now, thanks to Nancy Pelosi's dictates, to the Senate where they will not be. One of their demands, they want to see something, a study, anything justifying the remasking. So does Harvard medical professor and virologist Martin Kulldorff. He's one of those I've followed from the beginning 
I read him religiously because he's gotten everything right about COVID so far, even when he was running dead opposite of what everybody else was saying. What's he saying now? This, there's no proof we need this mask. None. Here he is on Fox and Friends this morning. Don't you think it would be in the best interest of the CDC to, while you're, you know, changing some of these mandates and guidelines, don't you think it would be beneficial to the American people to see that scientific evidence to perhaps put some of their questioning to bed? Well, I don't think that scientific evidence exists. So in July this this year, this month, we've had the lowest COVID mortality since the start of the pandemic in March 2020. So it's very surprising that CDC is pushing these new measures, uh, I think, at this time. It's very surprising. But okay, Todd Pirro asked Dr. Koldorp, but... Are you sure there's nothing out there justifying any of this? Not a study? Not anything? He explained further what's going on here. That even if these cases break through the vaccine, well, I'll let him explain it to you. Have you seen anything out there? And you you kind of alluded to it in your first answer, but is there anything out there that leads the CDC to even have one iota of saying, you know, maybe this is a good idea to go back to masks right now? Well, the case counts are going up, but the key thing is that the case counts are not what's important. Uh, what we've seen now, because of older people are vaccinated and they are protected through these vaccines, we have seen a decoupling of cases and mortality. And that's very natural. That's what we would expect. So if, you, if you're immune, either because you've had COVID or if you have a vaccine, uh, you can still be exposed to the virus. And you can still be exp- uh, infected and test positive. But the key thing is that the mortality is down. Finally, listen very closely to what they're saying and what they're doing. You're seeing, like, for instance, North Carolina's Governor Roy Cooper saying you got to get the shot or you got to get tested twice weekly. They're setting examples for employers. The federal government is conveying that even though deaths are at an all-time low for the pandemic, they expect employers to begin making employment contingent on getting the vaccine in many cases or at least testing multiple times a week. They intend to take away your job, your ability to eat, your means of support if you don't go along with the regime. That is how hardcore this is. That is why Biden is doing the most radical thing he's done before, telling federal employees they have to get vaccinated. It is as an example for businesses to follow. How long will this last? Forever. Dr. Scott Gottlieb, former head of the FDA, was on CNN this week, and he said unequivocally, we will never be without a COVID case again. There will always be cases of COVID circulating, even with 100% vaccination. What does that mean? They intend to do this forever. Which, if you listen closely to CDC director, Dr. Rochelle Walensky's clip here that I'm going to end the podcast with, you'll see. How do we end this? How do we get out of this? She explains with 100% vaccination, no exceptions. And then maybe if the caseload is low, let me translate. Never. If all kids in a classroom were vaccinated, would there be a need to wear masks? 
I can imagine a situation where a school system might have all of their teachers documented and vaccinated, all of their children in a high school docs documented as vaccinated, and very little disease in the community. Right now, we don't have a lot of situations that are like that, but I could imagine a situation like that, and boy, do I hope we get there um, you know, as schools start to open and we have more and more people vaccinated and disease comes down. Right now, we have very few places in the country where that is true. Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.